a su nombre. Gloria. A su nombre. Gloria. Y su pueblo. En victoria. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Nameless Servants for Christ, Siervos Sin Nombres para Cristo. Amen. Uh, amen. Hey, hey, today is a beautiful day. Yeah, it's not too, it's, not, it's warm, but this it's not is, too warm. This is the, the perfect yesterday day. Was, yesterday was brutal. Yeah, it was hot yesterday. Yesterday was really bad. For those who don't know, in, in Kitchener, Ontario, Canada, we were experiencing, what, it was like 32 degrees or something? Yeah. It Celsius. Toasty. It toasty. was, it was, ugh. But it was manageable, though, because it wasn't humid. Like, as soon as the humidity comes in, that's where I... I, I felt like it was out. humid. Yeah? Yeah, I felt like it was It was a little too much for me. Like, when it gets too hot, I get I get uncomfortable, if that mm. makes any sense. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Like, if you're not actually working hard or anything like that or doing anything to cause you to sweat, then I can understand in that regard, if that's what you mean. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I meant. Like, like, if you're just standing or sitting and you're sweating, like, man, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, like, if I'm having to drink, like, more than what I already drink, like, water, that's too much for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, drink, I already drink a lot of water to begin with, but, yeah, it's just too much. Like, I feel dehydrated all the time, and... Like I, I prefer like that tropical heat instead of that humidity. I hate. I don't like that humidity at all. No, dry heat is the way to go, man. Yeah, yeah dry heat is the best thing. Missing that uh, Central American heat. That's the nice. That's the good one. Yeah, like and for me, like it depends. Uh, like I don't know about El Salvador, but in Guatemala, like we have um, areas where it is very dry heat, which I very much prefer. But then there's areas of the country where it's very humid, the heat and. Man, I, I I can't stand that, man. Yeah, well, is the, is there is the ocean by the Guatemala? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So it's probably the same thing, right? Because El Salvador has the has the ocean right beside. So you, guys, you have the Pacific or you have the Atlantic? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the two because you have one of the two and I have one of the two, right? So El Salvador is on the left side. Mm-hmm. And we're on the right side. So we, yeah. I, th- I want to say we get the Atlantic and then you guys have the Pacific. I want to say that. Sure. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I was actually just, before you, you got here, I was watching a movie. Um, I forget what it's called. It's Tom Cruise about he's a smuggler. and uh, Oh, uh, when he goes... Um, as a he's a plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, he's a flyer. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. You, I know it. You've actually seen it. I've seen it. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked. Great but, movie. Yeah, but I saw them make a mistake. They made a mistake in that movie. Oh, there's yeah. this one scene where he's they, they show the map and uh, Tom Cruise is saying, "Oh, I'm supposed to go to uh, uh, Nicaragua," and then and then he points at one of the places. He's like, "Oh wait, that's not Nicaragua. That's El Salvador." But in reality, it's not El Salvador. It's Honduras. No. Yeah. And I was like, I looked at it. I'm like, that's not El Salvador. And I know for a fact it wasn't El Salvador because El Salvador is the smallest one in in, in that yeah. little strip of between uh, in Central America, right? Because you got uh, Guatemala. Yeah. Then you got El Salvador, that little small one. And beside El Salvador is Honduras. And underneath El Salvador is Nicaragua. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that doesn't, uh, that, that's a mistake. See, look at Tom Cruise trying to flex on his uh, knowledge of geog- geography in Central America. Yeah. And then Shut look out to <laughs> the directors and all the producers, not like calling him out like, wait, that's that's wrong. They're, yeah, <laughs> they Shut don't up. know. Shout out to the writers. You, you guys messed up. <laughs> you guys messed up hard. Like, I, know, I get it. You don't you don't really care that much because it's El Salvador. And yeah, yeah who would know? <laughs> yeah, but I know. 
I caught aside it. Aside from the Latinos. From I area. caught it. You guys have been busted. Shame on you. Yeah, those moments happen a lot. Like, um, like the TV series, uh, The Office. I don't know if you've seen that at all. I tried. I, I couldn't get into it. Or Friends. Um, mm-hmm. After you watch it so many times, like, you tend to already know what's going to happen. But now, like, you're looking around for, like, other things that may be inconsistent or bloopers or, like, uh, technical equipment that kind of come onto screen that shouldn't have kind of thing. And that yeah. happens a lot, actually. It, it does. Because, uh, actually, uh, my wife and I started watching Fresh Prince again. Oh, and nice. we noticed a mistake that uh, in the beginning, they referred to Uncle Phil as he was skinny. Like when they do, they do a uh, uh, what is a past scene, I guess you can say. Mm-hmm. And in that scene, Uncle Phil is skinny. But then there's another in like seasons uh, that are after that. Uh, Carlton finds one of uh, Uncle Phil's Princeton uh, sweaters, and it's huge. It's like a triple XL. Oh no! Way. I'm like, you guys, your 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 inconsistency. You can see it a little bit, right? Because they're they're messing up in the in the script and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My guy looks a little distracted right now. I'm watching that um, the multitasking, eh? <laughs> the multitasking. I can't do it, man. Yeah, I can tell. Just right. <laughs> you look like you're gone. Once I yeah, I can only focus on one thing at a time, and gentlemen. That's okay. That is okay. That's all right. It's, don't force yourself to multitask. If you can't do it, just don't do it. I'm really honest about that now. Like anytime, like if I'm like writing an email, typing an email, t- texting a message, and someone's talking to me, I tell them right away. Listen, if you're gonna talk to me, I'm telling you right now, I'm not listening to you. It's not no due respect. It's just I'm unable to do two things at once. So either you wait for me, or if it's that urgent, I'll put this on a pause and I'll listen to you, kind of thing. Yeah. That's it. I respect that, man. Because not a lot of people, not a, not a lot of people will tell you that that they're easily distracted or they can't concentrate, right? Mm-hmm. So it's good, like because if if for example, if I'm talking to you and I know you're not paying attention, some people will just keep <laughs> going, right? Yeah. Whereas me, if I know you're not paying attention, I'm just gonna I just stay quiet. <laughs> yeah. Perfect example. <laughs> Perfect example. I just stayed quiet because I just noticed that he wasn't paying attention to me, so I was just like, all right. <laughs> Yeah, I bring attention. But then, then I realized, like, as soon as you did, I'm like, oh, oh yeah, we're we're live, <laughs> we're recording. <laughs> well, not live, but we're recording. Like, oh yeah, I need to I need to focus here. Yeah, it's all good. Like, uh, me personally, I was like, I need to have like something in the background, in the background, mm-hmm. going that way. I I know I can, I don't know I can concentrate a little bit better. Man. It's just what I'm used to now. Like, l- like living with my wife now and everything. We always just have the TV on, even if we're not watching it. We just have it on. Is that weird? Uh, yes and no. No, in the fact, in the fact that maybe you guys are just used to having background noise some way, somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it be from your childhood, from your teens, or when uh, something. <laughs> And uh, it's just what you guys are used to. And maybe you guys just don't like the just the complete silence in the house, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I never really thought about it till actually right now. Do a, do a trial then. Test it out, right? See, yeah. just like let your wife know like, hey, we're just going to not have the TV, not have music and see how this goes kind of thing. Maybe. I'll see. Like if you I guys don't... talk, like that's good. But like if not, like just like is that become uncomfortable for you guys is yeah something like this is so weird like or is it something like like i wonder what what the reason is behind it right 
I don't know. Maybe it's like a barbershop feel, right? Because you know when you go to a barbershop, you, you, the guys always have the TV on and it's just something's playing. Yeah. And they're just doing their thing. I don't know. Because I'm the same thing. I'm the same way, right? Like when I'm working, I, I like having like music in, in my, like listening to music or listening to a podcast that it helps me concentrate for some reason. Yeah, no, there's many others that are like that, uh, like you as well, that they need to have something in the background. I remember the first time I was in college, like, I had a roommate that told me that they need to have some kind of sitcom in the background, whether it be playing, even though they're not paying attention or anything like that. It's just something in the background while they do their studies or while they do the rehearsal, they're practicing, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um, in my case, I don't know. I, I think it depends. I'm pretty indifferent. Either, again, it's either going to distract me because then I'm going to want to watch or listen to what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Um or or I wouldn't mind it because I, I know I can be a selective here too. I know how to tune, tune things out, right? Mm-hmm. Like in the shop or in the office when there's other conversations going on, whether it be for my last job as well, like I know like I know um, I can easily tune it all out and just mm-hmm. focus on what I'm doing kind of a thing. Um, but too, like I don't, I don't think it's a big bother. Like right now with TV on, like if I look at it and I'm watching, of course it's going to like, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a little bit of a, an adjustment for me but if i just look i guess straight (laughs) (laughs) and not at it (laughs) i don't know it might be fine yeah like me personally um if it's like a conversation that i I feel like i'm not gonna be interested in i just tune it out (laughs) like ouch (laughs) yeah i know it's uh, it sounds it sounds bad, but that's just how I am. Hopefully, hopefully not when you're with just one person. Hopefully, it's in a group dynamic because then if at it's least, a, yeah, at okay, least you can kind of uh, you know get away with that. I'll give you this example, right? <laughs> this is an example of what happened last week. And oh, last man. weekend, I was over at my uh, we were over at my in laws, and uh, <laughs> hey, real quick, so, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Jonathan, uh, my boy here, my yeah. neck, <laughs> wants to apologize to anyone he's had one on one conversation with, and he's just tuned you out. <laughs> It's happened. It's happened. <laughs> I I apologize if it's happened. It's happened. It's, it's just if if you're not telling me something interesting, if we're just having useless conversation, mm-hmm. I'll I'll tune it out, and yeah. I can still c- c- like continue like, but like I've had conversations where someone's talking, I'm just like, mm-hmm, yeah, oh, okay, cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was this like a long conversation or was it very short? it it can be long. It can be a long time. Okay, because you're not alone because I know someone else, <laughs> <laughs> which I'll remain nameless. You already know who it is, but uh, we can... Is I, it fellow Nick? I, I won't say anything. <laughs> I'll let you know after. But um, this person has gone through a similar thing as well, where they would tell me that they have, would be having a conversation with someone. And <laughs> like the five, ten minute mark is like their kind of timing where if it's still going... They get disengaged and they start thinking about something else to the point where they're, <laughs> they're, um, someone else has to inform them, like, hey, they're still talking to you. Oh, 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 you're still talking? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I can be like that. I don't have to be reminded to, that they're still talking, but I, I can be zoned, zoned out. Like, I can honestly hear, I can listen to two conversations going on at the same time. So you could be talking to me if mm. someone else over there is having another conversation. I can actually follow that conversation and our conversation at the same time. Stop it. Yeah. I'm gonna. We're gonna test this out. Yeah, to test it out because I can actually do it. And and when, like, they if so, if I'm talking to you and someone says something that's wrong over there, I can literally have your conversation and be like, "Hey, what you just said is wrong," and I just go back to your conversation. It's just I don't know. I, I'm I'm a very good multitasker. I can do it, but I also I am very selective. So uh, uh, like the example I was gonna give you, um, I was over at my my in laws uh, last weekend. 
and uh we were outside in the in their uh in their deck and uh family members were having a conversation and they were bickering about something right and because the conversation wasn't wasn't like i had nothing to do with the conversation i was just drinking my coffee and eating my pan dulce like mm-hmm. i was just chilling and then one of one of the the family members comes out and he's like ah look at this guy he's not even he's not even paying attention to us he doesn't even care i'm like it has nothing to do with me so you, i'm zoned out mm-hmm. you guys are having your conversation you're bickering i'm eating my my pan dulce and i'm drinking my coffee i don't care right 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 <laughs> so he's like hey, they all started laughing cuz it was just like this guy he, he doesn't care. I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't care. Like, it has nothing to do with me. Like, I'm out, right? Like, yeah. um, there's certain- like you don't have to care about like every single thing too, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why people think like you gotta care about this. You gotta care about like, yo. Know, there's just certain things like whatever you don't care about. Yeah, like I'm the kind of guy that's like if you're t- you start talking to me like gossip kind of stuff, I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna care that much. As it should be, right? Like, I don't care. Like if someone's like, oh, so and so did this, I'm just like. In my head, I'm always like, well, did you see them do it? Or sometimes I'll just call them out on it, right? I'll be like, did you see them do it? And they're like, no, I didn't see them. So why are you telling me this then? Yeah. If you can't confirm it, then I don't care. Yeah. There's, I need to confirm it for myself. Yeah, like, if you weren't there, if you haven't seen it yourself, and if you are talking about it, did you talk to them about it first? Exactly. So you're mago como Tomas, right? Like, mm-hmm. unless I see it, I won't believe it kind of thing. So I'm like that with, with Chambre for the most part. Like, oh, 100%. I don't care for the most Like, for... I don't want to say for the most part. I just don't care, right? It just if I see someone's like that, I actually try to avoid com- like talking to them. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense? No, for sure. Like if for the most part, from your exposure to them, if you already get a grasp at ninety percent of the time, or more, or or I don't know, whatever percentage you want to say, that's enough mm-hmm. for you for your tolerance. Is that you notice that they tend to just talk about chambre chisme, right? And gossip, rumors, and all that stuff. Yeah, for me, like, if that's, like, going to be the majority of your conversation, how you talk to them, like, okay, I I can't do this with you. Yeah. It's just because... Are you here to lift us up or you're just to cause, like, tripping stones for us kind of thing? One of the one of my biggest pet, pet peeves is people that talk bad about their own friends. Because mm. as soon as they start talking to me, like, bad about one of their friends, I'm just, like, in my head, I'm, like, if you're talking like that about your friend, how what, what are you saying about me? Yep. Right? So it's, like... Exactly. I I'm I always like try try to tread carefully when it comes to people like that because, you know, um, there's that that dicho in in Spanish, right? Lleva y traen, right? So yeah. you you always need to be careful, right? Yeah. They either bring something or they're taking something. So, and I, like unless it's something that they already brought to to that person to their face, right? Like sometimes if I'm talking about someone, like I already say, like I already told this person uh, what I said, right? Whatever I'm telling you, I already told that person to their face kind of thing. Like, mm. for me, like, I find that's okay, right? But if, but like you're saying, right, if you're talking bad about a person and you never told them anything or never confronted them or anything like that, it's just pure, like, two-face, if I can say that, mm. then, yeah, that's where I find, like, okay, no, no, same thing, right? Now I now I don't trust you. This is kind of a, a um, I guess, a nice uh, transition to a, a kind of a topic I just thought about right now. Because I guess we don't talk about it as much as we should, right? My question, here's my question to you, right? As mm-hmm. a single man, mm-hmm. what are the, the... Yes, ask it. What are the qualities of a, mo- a, a woman that you are seeking 
<laughs> right. I know it's kind of personal, but like, no, no, that's, that's, it's, uh, I think it's because it, it, it's going to transition to another question that I have. Right. Yeah, sure. Actually, let's do it a two part. Right. This is the, the second part of it. You as a believer. Oh, okay. As a Christian man. Oh, would you date someone who is not Christian? That's that's a tough question. Because I've seen I've seen this converse I've seen this conversation been been going around in online, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it's a, I think it's an interesting uh, conversation that we should have, right? Yeah, no, for sure. And yeah, I have no problem trying to answer this as honestly as possible. Um, because I will say that I have um, dated and have gone out with um, women that quote-unquote in the world right mm -hmm. son del mundo and from that experience um even being a christian at that time too um i can already um pretty much say that um it's either going to be a waste of time for me or it's going to take me to um uh it's going to take me to the downturn kind of thing it's going to take me away from god kind of thing right mm -hmm. um not to say that they're physically pulling me away, but again, if I'm being honest, like there's temptations, right? There's, there's yeah. needs kind of thing, right? One thing leads to another, right? If you're going to be with someone who doesn't know Jesus, right? And, you know, um, they have a certain lifestyle, whether it be clubbing or partying, one thing, right? You can, yeah, at some point you can say no all you want, but again, the devil's sneaky, right? He, um, there's a verse in the Bible and I'm paraphrasing where it says the devil's like a, a line that's roaming mm. around waiting yep. to like pounce or or jump on an opportunity kind of thing right mm -hmm. um so again the devil knows our weaknesses and our or in our in our faults as well right so um for me right now at this point um it's it's uh, she needs to have jesus if not then then it's it's not gonna happen and i know that there's certain situations where you know god makes miracles and amen yes where god has changed people amen yes where I, I know of couples who, um, either the wife or the husband, one of them was Christian and the other one wasn't, but then through God's grace and the working of the Holy Spirit, that person accepted Christ, mm -hmm. right, and become Christian and still are Christian. And amen to that, right? But um, again, it's something based on my experience. I, I'm at the point where, you know, I, this, this, this female needs to have Jesus in her heart, needs to be a Christian, right? De denomination, you know, I don't think it it should matter that much at this point, I, as long as they love you know um, God with all their my heart, mind, and soul, right? To know that Jesus is the Father, uh, is the Son, right? The Holy Spirit, and and God is the Father, kind of thing. And having that aspect that they love God, that they that they read the Word, that kind of thing, then I think that's at least a good um, step because there's a fine line of and and again, I don't know how to articulate this really well or really how to discuss about it, but um, I don't know what's being too picky, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Right? But uh, hopefully that answers your first part question that, yes, um, I, I'd rather have start a relationship with someone who actually has Jesus in them. Yeah. I would agree with you because I think when you're living a, a certain lifestyle, whether, they, whether you want to admit it or not, if someone is living a different lifestyle, they're going to try to um, get you to live their lifestyle. Right. So even small things like so if you marry someone who is non-Christian, right, and you say, oh, Sunday comes around and you're like, I'm going to go to church. That person can be like, well, I wanted to go to the park or I wanted to go do this. Why do you have to go to church? It takes too much time, you know, and even if they don't do it very often, eventually they will start doing it. 
and it it, it can drive a, a wedge in your relationship right mm-hmm. because if you have that ultimate desire to serve god or to congregate there will come obstacles for you to do that that obstacle can be your spouse mm-hmm. right so you should always be careful right especially when you when you when you start dating someone right because they might start going to church with you but they might only be doing it to please you mm-hmm. right because yeah, the, at the beginning too, at the right? beginning yeah. right at the beginning i was oh yeah, yeah i'll go to church with you because you know that's what that's what you want to do yeah at the beginning they'll do that but eventually they won't want to do it yeah. anymore right once like you're married kind of thing it's like all right i don't have to impress or mm. or try to show up to you or anything like that like i already got you kind of thing yeah so i can be my quote-unquote true self true self and then that's when you start seeing a different side of someone right like uh the way I was with my wife when we were dating is not the way I am now that we're married, right? Because now I can, you know, be myself, right? Because be if you a can't, little bit more relaxed. Kind yeah, of. you you can't live your life trying to be the the trying to impress someone when that's not you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's okay when you when you do it for a couple hours when you're doing your date night or whatever. But when you're at home, you wanna you wanna be yourself, right? So life changes when you get married, and. uh it becomes difficult, right? Especially when you, for example, if you're a Christian person and your spouse is a different religion, that's going to cause friction between you two, right? Whether you want to admit it or not, right? A lot of people try to um, show the world that they have the perfect marriage, right? When in reality, everybody has problems. Every Everyone has difficulties. There's struggles within the marriage, yeah, maybe you're not posting about it, but there is these things, right? Mm-hmm. Whether you want to admit it or not. And if you're both of two religions, that's going to cause a friction as well. It's interesting that you say that because um, if I can be vulnerable for a moment right mm-hmm. now, um, th- I know someone um, from from India, right? Mm-hmm. And we've like hanged out a few times now, right? And I think it's it's pretty obvious that we're kind of feeling each other out because she's in the single status, I'm in the single status. But I make myself very clear to her uh, of my faith, of my beliefs, like what I look for kind of a thing, right? And she's also um, stated her, what she's looking for, her beliefs and all that. And and she came, when it came to the topic of religion kind of thing, because she was asking me for advice because her, one of her friends um, from India is Catholic, but then her husband is, I think, Hindi or or soon-to-be husband, sorry. Sikh. Uh, Sikh. Either Hindi or Sikh, one of the two. And she states that her friend who's Catholic, her family, her parents especially, have a big issue of of that, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're both different religions. It's not going to happen. Um, he's going to convert her, et cetera, et cetera, whatever the case may be, right? But for her, for my friend, um, uh, she's a different religion as well. I, she's, I think she's either Hindi or, or something, something. She's something. Um, that's not Christian at all, but um, she would tell her argument, like, why does it have to be such an issue? Like, why does that they have to be so close-minded? Why does it have to be another Catholic person? Why can't they just uh, both love each other? Because, um, mm. right, there is certain similarities in every religion where, like, love your other person as you would love yourself, right? you know, like, God is love, like, just, just have love conquers everything, right? Having those types of points kind of thing, right? But then I would, you know, come back to her saying, like, uh, I, I hear what you're saying, but from the perspective of your friend's mother, I can also understand what they're trying to come from as well because, again, everyone believes that their original is correct, right? Mm-hmm. But we fully know 
that our religion is the, the only correct one, right? So to marry someone who we know that, um, or to be in that position, right? Knowing that they're in a different religion, like that's already conflict right there within ourselves, right? Yeah. Like why pursue something that we already know that there's going to be conflict, but her friend is, is not a practicing Catholic at all. Like I don't think they do anything Catholicism at all. So they're at a point where it's like, for me, it's just like, yeah, you two get together. Like I don't think it's it's going to matter anymore. Like just for the parents, it would be an issue just because maybe they're still uh, practicing and they fully believe in what they know, what might to be. But when I was trying to explain this to my friends, just like there's, there's still a disconnect, not understanding like, no, like they can still, you know, get married and then the kids can decide one day, like which mm. path is going to like, which religion they want to practice. And in my mind, it's like red flag, red flag, red flag. That's, like, yeah. you know, <laughs> that's a huge red flag. It was like, no, no, no. Like, like in my mind, I was thinking like, man, if I was in that situation, like it would never come to them, right? Because I want to be sure that my children, well, first that my wife has to be um, Christian, but again, would my kids would have to be as well Christian, uh, yeah. Christian as well too, because um, the thought of of being a father of either son and daughter that's um, practicing a different faith or different religion is probably a very very scary thing. Yeah, I would say that's the ultimate. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to say it's, it would be a failure, but it it would kind of be a failure on a parent if your your child is uh, practicing a different religion or or not even believing in God, right? Atheist. Um, I think that would be a, a big disappointment for me, speaking as a father, right? Um, because our job as parents is to teach our kids between the right and wrong. Our job as parents is to show them who God really is. And if we can't do that, then we're failing as parents, right? If you're not consistently taking your child to church, you're failing as a parent because you're not letting them grow up in that environment that they need to grow up in, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're all under the same roof. You're all, whether a child believes it or not, is growing up learning it, right? You and I both grew up in church. Mm -hmm. We both grew up in that environment. All, that's all we knew. And unfortunately, a lot of the people that we grew up with aren't in that anymore. Mm -hmm. But it is sad to see, right? Because you know deep down inside, whether they want to admit it or not, they know what tr the truth really is, right? So the problem, the problem when, when, you, when you're with someone who doesn't believe the same thing as you, there will become, there will have that friction, and to say, well, then the kids can choose later on in life. That's like, that's like almost admitting defeat in my eyes, right? Because you don't want a child to choose between religions. You want them to know what the truth is. Yeah. And if mom or if mom is telling you one thing and dad's telling you something else, you're just gonna grow up confused. Yeah. And you're not gonna choose one side or the other. You're gonna choose no God. Yeah. Which is worse. Because it's like, isn't a marriage, isn't there supposed to be unity in like all aspects? Exactly. As well? right. Exactly. The Bible tells, the Bible says uh, that the wife will be obedient to the husband, right? Yeah. But it also says that the husband will love the wife as Christ has loved the church, mm -hmm. right? So it's showing you the dynamic in what should be in a household, right? So the, the male is the head of the, of the family, right? The wife is afterwards. So a, a true... God-fearing person, a Christian, 
will understand their roles, right? They'll know that the woman doesn't have more authority than the man, and then the man will know that he doesn't have more authority than God, right? That the one that has the ultimate authority is God, and man is just simply the vessel that God's using to control, not to control, but to have somewhat control of the family, mm -hmm. right? Because the, the wife can't go above the husband and i know for a lot of the new age feminists that were like bro what are you saying that's sexist or whatever i said what i said i'm not gonna take it back that's what the bible teaches us right well yeah like yeah depending on who's listening right uh, if you come from a christian mindset like even women will know right what the word says is what the word right we can't really manipulate the truth or exactly. any way right we can't it, it should be something that um that should be already known kind of thing, right? Whether it be our parents kind of bringing it down to us or learning in Sunday school or just learning from based off of sermons and all that, right? Uh, those who don't know Christ, yeah, this would be a complete, yeah, um, uh, obscene kind of mindset kind of thing. Right? No, that's not how the way it should be now. It should be complete equals or whatever the case may be. Or why can't women make decisions? And, you know, whatever the argument is. But we go by the biblical truth, right? Yeah. We live and die by the truth, right? So we, we go from what it says in, in, in the great holy book, right? We don't go by what others will state or what are things that, what other people say that is the truth or, or how things should be or why not we look at it this kind of direction. Like, no. Yeah, and the world, the world said love will, will win above all those things, right? But at the end of the day, what, how are you going to show love to your, your spouse if you don't even love God yourself, right? Yeah. Right. So without uh, true love comes from God mm -hmm. and you can't have true love without having Jesus Christ in your heart. Mm -hmm. Right. So how are you going to have a spouse or how are you going to have a boyfriend or a girlfriend if they don't believe in, in that ultimate being? Right. It's very difficult. I know uh, there's, we've seen testimony of people saying, Oh, my husband wasn't, I'll get my own parents. My mom grew up in a Christian household. Mm -hmm. My dad did not. My gra my dad grew up in a Catholic household. Even though my dad wasn't really a practicing Catholic, he didn't really believe in any of that stuff. So it was very difficult for my mom in the beginning when they got married, right? Because my dad would go out partying, drinking, and I'm I'm assuming it took her, it took her away from from even going to church. I'm sure my mom didn't go to church when. When she first got married to my dad, you know that's interesting. You bring that up because my my parents were similar as well too, right? Mm -hmm. I believe my mom was a Methodist before she became Pentecostal, and and she made a prayer to the Lord, saying like, "The only way I'm going to marry him is if you, if he is if he accepts you, kind of a thing, right?" Yeah, because my dad before he was not a Christian man, right? Mm -hmm. Only became at that moment that he had that radical change, like Paul, if I can say that. So it's interesting that we're saying that now because the original question to me, right? Yeah. So, like, again, again, right? That's that's what we're saying, right? Anything is possible. And, like, nothing is impossible for God. But yeah, I, as of right now, my mindset, my quote-unquote plan, hand gesture is that mm -hmm. if she's already got Jesus in her, then that's the goal. But if not, and, and this is part of the God's perfect will, then let, let his will be done. Yeah. Like, only God knows at the end of the day, right? Only God knows if that person, if you're interested in someone, right? If you're listening, you're interested in someone and they're not a God-fearing person, right? The only thing you can really do at that point, and if you feel like this is the person for you, is to pray on it. Yeah. Ask God. Yeah, man, because I, like, I fully believe that there's 
there's people out there who don't have uh, Jesus in their heart that, yeah, they probably check off everything on you off of your list, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, again, right, when I used to live in Toronto, uh, where I used to work, there was this uh, colleague of mine, right? And just based off work and, and after work, we would all hang out. Like, I was all colleagues and stuff. Like, the checklist I had, man, like, she was marking off of everything, man. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, as, as a wife, as a, as a future mother, like, someone, mm-hmm. like, who helps, who cooks, who clean, like, whatever the case may be, right? All those things that you desire. I was like, man. And it's just that one thing that she's missing, right? And it, it's unfortunate because... It, you know, it's like, man, what, like, you're the one, but then again, again, it's like the same thing, it's just like, if you don't have Jesus, it's just, or if, even if they, they knew that I was in church kind of thing, they knew I'm all about it, but they still don't have interest, like, there's only so much influence that you could have on a certain person, right, because yep. again, we can't change anyone, only, only the power of the Holy Ghost and, and through the Word is able to do that. Yeah, it's difficult, right, because you do get attracted to certain people, and then you're just like, you don't know what to do, because, you uh you you want them to be god-fearing people right like i i I had very similar experiences as you right before i met my wife i had i had quite a few suitors right the problem was they weren't god-fearing women a lot of them yeah and if they they or they were trying to portray they were but you could tell they weren't Mm -hmm. so for me it was it was very difficult because um i didn't want to be single but I was, I, I don't think I was too picky. The problem was they weren't God-fearing people. And the problem there is I wanted a God-fearing woman. And then I would always pray on it. Yeah. That was my thing. I would just pray on it. And I would ask God to be the one to to help me decide, right? Because you don't want to get into a relationship with someone and not see a future with that person, right? Because then you're just wasting your time, really. Um. So I think it's important for if you're if who, who if you're listening and you're single, right? And you're asking God, you need to just pray on it. Yeah. Because one thing I did was I prayed every single day. Every single day I was asking God. Because I've I I made it my goal. I said I was going to pray every single day until the day I met her. And then even when I met her, I would still pray. Mhm. And I became a, a praying man. My my prayer went from the bottom to the top, right? Because it was this constant prayer, it was this constant conversation that I was having with with God. And my my relationship with God grew as my other relationships diminished. If that makes any sense, right? So have a relationship with God first, and then He will put the other your spouse in line for you and and just to piggyback on what you're saying as well like i would also say too that you know put your work in as well right mm. don't just you know have one prayer and just expect like god it's it's only you or that impossible like which he is right but you also got to put in the work as well whether it be you pre- preparing yourself as a wife or as a future husband whatever mm. the case may be but also what are you doing to um to meet God halfway and to kind of to get to that point of, of you looking for your, your partner for your spouse, right? Whether it be, right, going to your secret place and praying, right? Whether it be um, fasting about it or whether it be going on your knees at the altar, right? Uh, on those prayer nights or days or kind of thing or 
I don't know if you're comfortable enough to kind of ask for his petition, but that'd be pretty bold to say. Yeah, it is, right? <laughs> right? Because God God does the job of bringing you together. Mm-hmm. After that, it's on you to maintain yourselves together, right? Because temptations will come. Mm-hmm. Bad times will come. Your sickness will come. You don't know what will come that'll test your relationship. And if you're not fundamentally sound, you're going to have a hard time maintaining that relationship right? right maintaining that relationship you have with god right because you can have you can have a relationship with god and you can say you pray all the time but once the hard times come that's when you're really tested to your love towards god yeah because it's so easy to say i love god i love god i love god but is it easy to to serve god when everything is going wrong yeah. when everything is going bad for sure when you're having hard times when you're going through tribulations when you're going through sickness whatever you're going through is when you get to see truly what God is in your life. Yeah. Um, it, it's something that, again, careful with what we say, but it's also the reality too, right? If God sees that it's necessary for you, then he will do it, right? Um, doesn't matter the circumstance, you still need to keep that praise up and still keep that prayer up as well. Man, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this as a testimony, right? I got so I got so down on myself that I hadn't found the woman that God wanted for me that I started to question whether God wanted me to have a, a wife or not. Mm-hmm. To the point that I said, do you want me to be like Paul? Do you want me to just be single my whole life? No kids, <laughs> no nothing? That start that mindset started going through my head, right? Because mm-hmm. there was there was women coming and you know they they had a nice face everything was checking out but they weren't god-fearing women mm-hmm. like i said earlier right so i was like man like what do i like what do you want in a woman for me right because right? i have my checklist but what's your checklist like yeah so i got i got desperate and i was just like man maybe god doesn't want me to have a wife but people would tell me this all the time i would get prophecies all the time just wait, just wait, just wait. When you least expect it is when it happens. And when I least expected it is when it happened. And I I was blown blown away because I was like, only God knows how he does things. Mm-hmm. His way is perfect. There's his way and there's our way. Mm-hmm. But his way is the one that counts. Yeah, for sure. Man. And he always listens. Even though he's quiet does not mean he's working. Mm-hmm. And I know it's such a cliche within the Christian community, but it's true. Yeah, what's that alabanza that says? Like, even when I don't see it, you're working. Mm-hmm. Even when I don't hear it, you're working. You're working. You never stop. You never stop working. Right? Never stop. Never <laughs> stop working. You know, it's important to understand that, right? Because uh, I remember one day uh, I was trying to take a nap, but I was praying at the same time. And I was listening to a song. That's multitasking, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I was trying to take a nap, <laughs> praying, and listening to music. I was doing three things at one time. Jeez. But I, I had listened to this song for who knows how many times. I had heard it a million times. Which one? Um, I, um, it's a Luis Enrique Espinosa song. Do you know who that is? I want to say, yeah. Uh, Rings a bell. I don't, he's more old school, more old school Christian Spanish. Mm-hmm. Uh. I think the song is A Quien Iré. A Quien Iré en Busca de Paz. 
I can't eat it. I already forgot the lyrics. <laughs> it's a good song, though. But at the end of the song. We'll do a lyric check. Yeah. At the end of the song, he says something mm. that impacted me. He said, God hears your prayer. And when he said that, it's, I felt like he was saying it to me. Mm-hmm. And I I remember because I was like almost crying at that point because I was right. praying. Yeah. And then I, when I heard that, it was like peace. It's like something told me it's coming. It's coming. Just wait. Be patient. And then it's like, I felt like God was talking to me at that moment. And I, I was able to kind of like calm down, right? Because I, you get to a certain age, if you're a Christian person, you get to a certain age and people just start to judge you. They're like, how come you don't have a girlfriend? Mm-hmm. How come you're not married? Where's the kids? And it's probably it's probably worse when you have like majority of your family here too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like every time like you have a family reunion or a family get together, of course, the uncles, the aunts. Yeah. Mostly. Like, Where's your girlfriend? Or how come <laughs> yeah, you're still single? <laughs> yeah. Or people start saying, Are you sure you're are you sure you're waiting for a woman kind of thing? And you're just like you kinda have to just take those jobs, right? Yeah. Because people are just gonna they're gonna judge you for the wrong reasons. They're not yeah. gonna know your struggle. And I guess for me, it's it's a benefit that I don't have my family here because <laughs> I, I, yeah, I hardly ever get those questions. Yeah. So it's like, like I was getting in them a lot and I was just kind of just like, I was, my response was always like, I'm waiting on God. I'm waiting on God. I'm waiting mm. on God. But I, I would get annoyed sometimes because it's like, of course, it's just like, like, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to say to tell you, man? I just saw you last week. How is anything different now? Yeah. <laughs> and so there's that saying in Spanish, right? Um, mejor solo que mal acompañado, right? Yeah. Better, better alone than being in bad company, right? Mm. So, I always said that to myself, right? I don't want to be with someone that I know I'm not going to be happy with, or I don't want to be with someone just because my mom wants me to be with this person, or I don't want to be with this person because my grandma, right? Because mm-hmm. obviously, as a mo- as a mother, right, your mother wants you to be doesn't want you to be alone, right? So my mom was like, well, what about this person? And I'd be like, no. And well, what about this girl? No. And it's just like she'd be like. I remember my dad actually got got kind of annoyed with me. He's like, "Oh, I don't want you to be forty years old and alone. I like, I want you to be married." I'm just like, "What oh, do you geez. want me to do?" I just looked at him I'm like, "What do you want I me want to you do?" To be forty years old. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "What do you want me to do, man? Like, I'm waiting yeah. on God." Man, you want to take me back home to the mother land and and I'll get with like an an indigena or something. Yeah. Like <laughs> And I know, I know he he didn't mean his frustration, right? But it just happened to come out. Yeah. And and probably he was also frustrated in his own mind, like asking the Lord too, like, man, I want my son to to be married, right? I exactly. Be married. Like, just like, what's the best for you, right? Like now, now when he sees me with my kids and my wife, he's like, man, I can't believe it. And I'm like, I, <laughs> I can't believe it either, too. Like sometimes I'll just be sitting watching TV upstairs with my kids, just running around playing and screaming, and I just sit there and I'm just like. Man, I can't believe how my life has changed now. Mm-hmm. How my prayer 10 years ago has come to fruition now because I waited on God. I waited on Him, and He promised me that He was going to give me my wife and my kids, and I just had to wait. I don't know. It's it's hard for those who are still single and they're waiting, right? It's hard to hear that, oh, you need to wait a little bit longer. Just wait a little bit longer. Right? But at the end of the day, if it's something that God puts in your in, is if it's the woman or the man that God puts in front of you, it'll be worth the wait. Yeah, like 
And when you say that, like, I just think about myself too as a situation, right? But like, it's it's something that, um, yeah, it, it's it 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 does suck sometimes because again, like, whether it be yourself or other friends that I have, whether it be in the faith or not, seeing them with either their girlfriend or fiance or now wife, or seeing them now with um their children as well, it, it's something that you know, of course single man like you can't help to desire that or want that right mm-hmm. um but i also know there's many others that say in the world like that not not everyone's life is the same right no one's not everyone's journey is the same not everyone's tempo or speed in life is the same exactly right it, it will it'll happen when it will happen kind of thing right and i know it's easier said than done but like you just can't compare yourself to others as well yeah you can't take or else a- you just go into a very 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 low place. <laughs> yeah, you can't take like the 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 standard approach, I guess you can say, right? Like someone I met someone at school and she was my high school sweet sweetheart and we got married, now we have kids and we have a house and blah blah blah, right? Not everybody's yeah. like that. Yeah, like in power to them that like I I've know people and you probably know as well that yeah. that have that have that, right? And man, like that's a beautiful thing, right? Um, especially when they're still together and they still be together because, again, uh, those types of marriages or um, length of marriages, it's it's not very common nowadays, right? No, it's not, man. It's so hard. It's What is it, like 50% now, the divorce rate? Yeah, I was talking to some guy I was working with at work, and he told me he's been married four times. Four times? Four times. I'm like, bro. <laughs> Jeez. And the one guy's like, I would have stopped after two. I'm like, I would have stopped after one, man. Like, if you can't make it... If you can't make it work the first time, what makes you think you're going to make it work the second time? Does he, I mean? have, does he have kids for each wife? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't, I, didn't go into, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go into depth like that. Jeez. Like we said, like when it comes to certain conversations, I, 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 like if someone's trying to tell me something, but they're not actually telling me it, I'm not the kind of guy who's like... Just trying to figure it out kind trying of Trying to tell me kind of thing. Like if you're, oh. not, if you're not going to tell me, then I'm not going to ask oh. kind of thing, right? Uh, that's just how I am. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's unfortunate that you're seeing so many, so many marriages not working out anymore because that's not what, like when you make your vows, you, 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 you promise to be, to be with that person through sickness and in health. Right. Yeah, It's a lot of promises you're saying. Right. And it's not about like, Oh, we just, we just hit a, a hurdle and yeah, I don't want to keep going. Right. It's you gotta you gotta jump through the hurdles together. Yeah. And there's it's not gonna be one hurdle. It's gonna be thousands up to millions, and you just gotta work through it, man. Yeah, because like, like you would hear from many uh, marriages and and couples that they would say that you know the problems don't end; they continue to go up, right? Mm-hmm. And again, it's just it makes sense too because you got two individuals with different personalities and different ideas and opinions. So of course the clashing is gonna happen, right? So those battles will happen. But again, right? It's it's those battles that I assume, right? And you can correct me if I'm wrong, that mm-hmm. uh, that further strengthens your relationship with one another. Exactly, yes. It has to, you have to work through your problems together and it shouldn't make you stronger as a couple. So, to answer the question, right? Should a Christian person, woman, man, date another man or woman that is Christian or non-Christian? Right. If you were a Christian, my suggestion to you was would be to seek a Christian Christian person. Yeah. To seek someone that has the same moral values as you. To seek someone that has that same love and and compassion and and love for God. Right? Because yeah. you be, both have the same goal. 
and be honest with yourself too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, don't put your, your yourself in a situation of failure. Put yourself in a situation of success, right? At the, at certain point, you will go, you will know you yourself um, what will be the red flag or not, right? Because um, again, right, we hear these stories all the time of whether um, someone has been with someone who's not Christian and how they've fallen, right? Mm-hmm. But then on the other side, then you hear about the other the other way around where. They weren't Christian. They weren't Christian, or they were Catholic, or whatever the case may be, or maybe they weren't religious at all. And then, by the power of, the God, of God Almighty, right, um, they accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Yeah. So, it's 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 a tough tale to say, right? But at the, I'm pretty sure at the end of the day, the the constant denominator in all this is that I assume these people were praying about it. That's the thing. Interceding about it. Always, if you're if there's doubt in you, always just pray on it. God will answer your prayer in one way or another. And then it's on you whether you're going to make that decision. If God tells you no and you still continue to to um, pursue, if it goes bad, don't blame God. Mm-hmm. right? Because I think that's, a, that's the biggest issue you see now. right? Who is the one that gets all the blame for our wrongdoings? Mm-hmm. It's God. Always. Right when in some in most of the cases we ourselves get ourselves into these problems, yeah. Right, we ourselves like like I told you last time I had a dream that I had, I saw a girl that she was kicking me while I was down, and then when I woke up I still tried to pursue this girl and it went horrible for me. Mm-hmm. Right, so so God was giving me my sign that this is not the person that I want for you, but I I continued to pursue it to insist on. Yeah, this I want to be with this person because I'm infatuated by her and I and I like her and she, I like her personality and whatever. That's not who God wanted for me, right? Mm-hmm. So, the like you said, the constant denominator always is prayer, but it's on you if you're gonna listen to the to the response or not. So just stay true to yourself. Stay stay true to try to listen to God, right? Because you don't want to you don't want to end up like Jonah, right? Where God sends him somewhere and he doesn't want to go and it goes horribly wrong for him, right? Yeah. And even you know, even then after everybody was converted, what did Jonah, Jonah didn't want those people to continue to live. Right? So you can see you don't want to be rebellious or or necio like mm-hmm. that. You want to be you know, listen to what God says, right? At the end of the day, you're going to do whatever you want to do, right? Yeah. But don't blame God when it goes wrong. Yeah, that's where the free will comes in, right? Mhm. But there's um there's always that saying that comes along too that that I would hear a lot and probably you would hear a lot too where worry about what you're in control of. Right? Mm. Everything else that you're not in control of that's in the best hands mm. which is God's hands. Mm-hmm. Rather in His hands than mine that's for sure. Those are a lot steadier hands than our own. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. We shake. As soon as something's gone we're, we're nervous. We If we get angry we start shaking like it doesn't matter what's going on you know those hands are steady and they're going to guide you whether you want to be guided or not it's on you kind of thing right he's going to show you the way it's on you if you're going to take that way or not right right because it says in the bible says that el trigo crece con la cizaña right so we always have to be careful what's around our surroundings right and don't just go off because you know just because she says she's christian let her let her actions speak louder than her words, yeah, right? Man. There's a there's a lot of Christians out there that are just about the title. That's it. All about the title, man. Like I, I knew this girl that was trying to win me over, and uh, 
she would take my mom pupusas, tamales, all these things to work because she was trying to win my mom over to win me over. And then she even told my mom that she she wanted to, uh, um, what's it called, seek God. So she started going to church. And then she's like, oh, kind of like, oh, look, I'm I'm going to church now. This That's what you want kind of thing. But I, I can see right through her, right? I can see through part of the impression, uh, the expression, the BS, mm. right? I could see right through it. And I was I told my mom, I'm like, this is not the girl for me. I'm not interested. And my mom was like, oh, you're not giving her a chance. I'm like, this is not what God wants for me. Yeah. And, you know, you, you always just to be careful. Like, don't, don't, don't go off of what you think the parents is. Just because someone, quote unquote, looks humble. Like, doesn't mean that they have a humble heart. Yeah. Right, just the exterior has to match the interior, mm-hmm. and you always have to be careful with that too, right? Because you never know people's intentions as well, right? So, uh, a, a strong God-fearing person will 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 be about that life in every way, and you will you will be able to see the difference, right? Because we talk about being the light of the world, the salt of the world, yeah. right? Yeah, that's not just words; that's actions yeah. in every way. It's not just words, it's actions. Exactly. Yeah, man. We need to be careful. Like I know it's not I know it's not easy. That single life, man. No one will know more than me, right? I know it's not easy. It's hard to stay true. Um, but you know, the the reward can be great. Yeah, like don't get me wrong, it's um yeah, you have those moments, right? But then again, there's also a lot of plots uh not a lot, but there is also its upside as well too, right? Um, you still have like the freedom to do what you want where you want to want, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't have to think about. It. You have to come back um, at a certain time or or have to discuss about it, right? Uh, you do have that free range of motion kind of thing, right? Um, so it, it all depends on how you outlook it, right? Of course, there's gonna be moments when you're hanging out with other couples kind of thing, then and you see the beauty and the and the amazingness about it. Like, yeah, that's that's always something that it sticks with you, right? But then on the other side too, there's also other things that. Um, you probably are in a position where you can do, but you know that others aren't able to do kind of a thing. Yeah, you're talking about the freedom, right? I'll give you this example. You said you woke up today at 7, 7 in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. I was up at 7 in the morning too, but because my my daughter woke up at 7. Right? But what did you tell me? You said you went, you did a little something. I was doing some stuff, and then I was like, oh, man, it's still pretty early to do other things that I was planning to do. So then I said, like, okay, I'm going to take it just a, another quick 20-minute nap kind of thing, and that 20-minute turned into, like, three hours. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't do that when you got kids, man. Yeah, you can. You got to you gotta approach Chad when you can, right? Like, I tell my friends all of that. Like, even if you try, they're probably, like, search for out for you and then they start jumping on the bed or start hitting you or smacking you <laughs> yeah like my daughter was up at seven my son woke up at 8 30 8 45 so there's a nice gap in there when it's just one child right but when they're both up at the same time man there's no relaxing you can't you can't oh i'm gonna close my eyes and take a three-hour nap I'm like no that's not happening like you you gotta take care of them like every decision you make once you're a parent too like when my wife and I were were in our honeymoon stage, one time after church, I was like, "Hey, let's just go to let's just go to Niagara Falls." Yeah, All right, let's just do go. whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, you can't do that now. Yeah, like now you got to plan it. Like, <laughs> oh, do we have diapers or do we plan, have? You got to pack. Have they yeah. eaten? Have they taken their naps? No. Okay. Okay. Maybe we shouldn't go because they're gonna get fuzzy in the car. Whatever. Like you, you once you once kids are involved, man. The the there's so much more planning. There's so much more 
uh, in taking into consideration little things that you wouldn't when you're single or when you're just the two of you, right? Mm-hmm. So life life changes a lot, man, and it's a good change too, right? Like you have two little, like for me, from speaking from my experience, right? I have two little ones that are looking up to me now, and they don't love anybody more than my wife and myself, right? So it's like when I walk into like say when we record, right? For the most part, I, we record and then I have to go to practice or or church, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't see them for a, a good couple hours. But when they see me at church or when I go to pick them up, when I see that smile on their face, <laughs> yeah. it's like nothing. There's yeah. no comparing to it. That's beautiful, man. There's no yeah. comparing to it, right? Seeing your young one smile once you arrive, like, oh, man. That's... Yeah, it's like, oh, Papa's here. Like, yeah. you know, like you can, they get happy. Mm-hmm. Right? Even though they don't, sometimes they don't like run towards me and give me a hug. But you see the smile. But for the most part, you you see the impact that you make as soon as you show up kind of a thing, right? Yeah. And it's great, man. Like, well, like I'm, I, I keep reiterating, if you're single, man, just stay strong. Stay don't ask for patience. Let, let me tell you one thing. Don't ask for patience because when you ask for patience, God, oh. makes, you, God makes you wait longer. Well, and, and again, right? That's what I was alluding <laughs> to early on, right? Like you got to be careful with what you say. Careful. Right? Because big man's going to be listening in, right? So, oh, you want patience? Okay, here you go. Yeah. There's a little bit of there's, one year, two there's years. There's another 20 years. years on you. Yeah. <laughs> Just be careful. Be careful what you say. Like, don't ask for patience, man. Like, that's the biggest thing because that's when the, the trials and the tribulations will come to come yeah. your way. And that's the only way you're going to learn patience. You know? Mm-hmm. It's a, it's, um, it's a, it's a journey. It's an interesting, it's an interesting journey. But looking back on it now, would I change anything? I don't think I would. Of course not. No. I wouldn't change anything because it, it doesn't. It helps me appreciate what I have now, right? Mm-hmm. What God's given me, and you know, a lot of things we want. We want our. We want God's prayer to be like microwaves, right? You put it in the microwave. You press one or two minutes, and and it's set, and you're ready to go, right? That's not how God does things sometimes. Sometimes he does, sometimes he doesn't. Yeah, again, right? It, it's all in his timing. He He knows when, right? It's his perfect timing. Because, again, you would hear <clears throat> testimonies in situations where someone would ask for something. And then the day of, it comes mm-hmm. true or, or it happens or the response is right there, that immediate. Or it takes a long time, the response to for it to occur, to happen kind of thing. My response happened seven years. There I prayed go. every single day for seven years. And it eventually happened, man. Like, there was moments of doubt. There was moments of pain. There was moments of anger. There was moments of everything. You just got to stay true, man. Mm-hmm. And you'll see God work in, in ways that, you know, can't even imagine. Can't even imagine. What's that? Can't even comprehend. What's that saying? Uh, God works in mysterious ways. There you go. That's how it is, man. Mm-hmm. Stay true. Stay true, friends. Stay true, brothers and sisters. And you'll see that God will, the payment that God gives you will be greater than, than what you even expect, right? Just always remember to put him first and everything else second. And as as long as you love God above all things, everything else has a way of working itself out. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. Just enjoy the moment. Yeah, man. Right? Because 
again like it, it it's not gonna happen once once you're in that moment too right because um once you become married and once you have kids again it's no longer your life now it becomes your children's lives now that becomes the focus for you right so enjoy what you have right now because it will happen it will it will happen Frank. amen it'll happen in god's time yes sir stay true man live your life man like you're living a good life right now like you got a nice car you got, <laughs> you got loving parents like you yeah, got all this man. you got all this stuff that, that that god's god's blessing you right you got a good job amen yeah like and there's not a lot that i'm sure you can complain about um well, we're Canadians, right? So there's always... <laughs> He's about to go off on the weather. <laughs> there's always something to complain about, but no, yeah, I have nothing to complain about. Absolutely yeah. nothing. Compared to what others are going through, compared to what families are going mm. through back home, right? There's nothing. As bad as you think you have it, someone out there has it way worse. Yeah. Just think... Just remember that. Always remember that. Mm-hmm. So I want everybody... Someone at work is always like, oh, how's it going? I'm like, good. Like, oh, you always say it's good. I'm like... Every day above ground is a good day, man. Yeah. Every day I'm alive, right? Every, Every day. day I wake up. Every day that you can get to see your wife and your kids is a good day. Knowing I have salvation, knowing that I have Jesus Christ in my heart, everything will find a way to work itself out. Mm-hmm. And my my trust is solely on God, on Jesus Christ. And that's the only person that I could ever count on 100%. Right. And, you know... Because we as human beings, we fail each other with our words, with our actions, with our whatever. We fail each other. The only, there's only one that doesn't fail us. He was, he's never lied to us. He's kept every promise. And his name is Jesus Christ. And if you put your trust, your understanding in him, everything will work itself out, right? Of course. Yes, yeah. We were talking about the last podcast that we... I always ask God to to um confirm what I'm going to what I'm going to preach, right? And he's mm-hmm. confirming to me right now that he's with us, that he's confirming that he has never left us, that he will always be with us, and he says it himself in the Bible that he will be with us till the end. And even further than that, Emmanuel, right? Emmanuel, Dios God with us. God with us. So as long as we have him, there's nothing that can come to us. There's nothing that can harm us. Yeah. What does the Bible say? If God is for us, who can be against us? Amen. Words. Bars. <laughs> bars. All Palabra. <laughs> Brother, you want to end? This is kind of a shorter one, I guess. Yeah, no worries. And again, that's okay. <laughs> it is okay. We did three episodes this week. We broke a record. Oh, nice, man. Glory to God. Yeah, man. All right, here we go. Padre que está en los cielos, te quiero dar muchos, pero muchas gracias, siempre hoy y para siempre, Padre. Te quiero dar gracias por nuestro día de vida. Te quiero dar gracias, Señor, que podemos estar aquí juntos, junto con mi hermano en la fe, Señor. Quiero dar toda honra y gloria, porque solo tú eres digno, Señor, para los siglos de los siglos. Gracias, Padre Altísimo, por los, nuestros trabajos que tú nos daste. Gracias por nuestros hogares. Gracias por la comida, por la agua, Señor Dios mío. Gracias, Señor Dios mío, por nuestras uh, familias, uh, Padre. Por los hijos, nuestros padres, nuestros hermanos, nuestros primos, nuestros abuelos, Padre. Gracias, Señor Dios mío, que podemos estar viviendo en este país de Canadá, Padre. 
Gracias, Señor, que podemos estar viviendo en esa ciudad de Kitchener, Dios mío. Gracias, Dios mío, que podemos estar viviendo en vida sin peligro, sin guerra, Padre. Que todavía sí podemos andar afuera libre, Señor. Porque todavía que podemos andar comprando algo de necesidad, Padre. Que todavía podemos llegar a la iglesia, Señor, libremente, con paz. Que puedo, todavía, Señor Dios mío, podemos levantar nuestras manos y alabar y glorificar tu santo nombre libremente, Padre. Gracias, Señor, porque nosotros reconocemos que hay muchos en el mundo que no tienen esta bendición, Padre. Y a veces son esos momentos que tenemos que recordar, Padre, que somos tan bendecidos y que tenemos nada, absolutamente nada, de decir que no hay nada que faltamos. Porque tú eres nuestro pastor y nada faltará, Señor amado. Gracias, Señor, por ese privilegio que podemos tener, Señor, que podemos hablar de ti, hablar de tu gloria, hablar de tu amor, hablar de tu misericordia, Padre. Que reconociendo, Señor Dios mío, sin ti somos nada. Reconociendo, Señor, sin ti, Señor, somos vacíos, débiles, tristes, sin propósito. Tú nos llenas nosotros con propósito, sabiendo que tenemos que levantar su nombre, que tenemos que hablar de ti, que tenemos que predicar tu, tu palabra al mundo, Señor, a todo el mundo, Padre. Te quiero dar toda honra y gloria. Y que te, te quiero agradecer tanto porque tú eres tan bueno con nosotros. Tan, tan bueno, Padre. Por cada día, cada minuto, Señor, cada segundo, Padre. Estamos tan agradecidos contigo, Señor. Tú eres tan bueno. Y gracias por mi hermano que está aquí conmigo. Que podemos estar juntos, Señor, en esta batalla con la fe. Que podemos estar juntos, Señor, hablando de ti. Que podemos estar juntos, Señor, teniendo ese tipo de pláticas, Padre. Que sé, porque sabemos, Señor, en este mundo hay muchos que son que dicen que son cristianos, pero hay pocos que, que siguen a tu palabra, que siguen a ti, que siguen a tu camino, que siguen orando, que siguen ayunando, que siguen leyendo su palabra, Señor, que sigue intercediendo en oración, en rodillas, Señor Dios mío, orando a ti para mejorar esa relación íntima contigo, Padre. Ayúdanos, Señor Dios mío, en nombre de Jesús, te pido, Padre. Que somos débiles, Padre. Tenemos faltas. Tenemos uh, momentos que, que sentimos débiles, Padre Santo. Tú nos no conoces muy bien, Padre. Y te pido, Señor, que nos ayude en el nombre de Jesús. Que nos ayude cualquier momento estamos, cualquier lugar estamos, cualquier día, cualquier hora del día, Padre Santo. Que sin ti somos nada, Padre. Sin ti no tenemos vida, sin ti no tenemos propósito, Padre. Te doy muchas gracias, Señor. Que tenemos familia aquí, que tenemos nuestros padres, nuestros hermanos, nuestros primos, primas. Y que podemos seguir adelante con su ayuda, Señor. Y te pido esto todo en el nombre de Jesús. Amén. Amen. I got the lyrics here. I'll just show you what it says. Aquí ni de 
en necesidad. ¿A quién iré en busca de paz? ¿Y quién podrá mi vida saciar de verdad? ¿Qué más tendrá de mi compasión? ¿Y entenderá mi corazón? ¿Quién cambiará mi eternidad sino tú, Jesús? Let me see if I can get the ending. Hopefully the mic will pick it up. Él habla tu vida hoy. God bless you, everybody. God bless you, everyone. And always care. remember, Jesus loves you.